Hi, welcome to Hospice News Elevate Podcast. My name is Jim Parker. I'm editor of Hospice News. With me today is Reed Peterson, founder of Grief Refuge. Reed, thanks so much for being here. You're welcome, and thank you, Jim. This is a great opportunity. So could you start by kind of introducing us to Grief Refuge and what the app is and and how it works? Yes, absolutely. As you mentioned, it's a mobile app a mobile app that's available on the App Store for iPhones and the Google Play Store for Android phones. And essentially, it's just a simple thing. It's this resource and this hub for people that are grieving the loss of a loved one to go to and utilize and access whenever they need. That's available 24-7. And uh, can you talk about what motivated you to develop the app? Well, it starts with personal loss, of course. Many, many people do decide to create whatever they do, whether it's a product or a service, based on some of their loss stories. And uh, for me, significant losses in my life that really impacted how I perceived the world uh, led to this. And um, without going into too much detail, I lost both father figures in my life. My biological father died by suicide in 2006. And my stepfather, who was very active in raising me, he died from cancer in 2016. And the fact that I had two fatherly losses in my life, I realized, or I thought at the time, that when Warren, my stepfather, died, I was going to be sad for a while and miss him and then I'd be okay. But grief hit me much harder than I anticipated. And it hit me so hard that I realized I needed to get more support. And in my local community, I did get support through hospice. I joined a bereavement support group. And then I also sought grief counseling. And both were helpful. But because grief had hit me so hard, and specifically loneliness had hit me so hard, I kept thinking, what do I do in the in-between? I'm meeting with my counselor once a week. I'm meeting this group once a week. And so five out of the seven days of the week, I do feel supported. Or sorry, two out of seven days of the week, I do feel supported. The other five, I felt pretty darn lonely. And so I was like, I need to do something about this. And at the time, there just weren't a lot of things available. I could read a book or I could read a blog. And that kind of felt like it. And so that planted a seed for a grief refuge. And it was really, Grief Refuge has always been intended to be as a resource to help people feel more supported in the in-between. I do believe that in-person meeting with counselors, in-person meeting with uh, groups, or even online these days because COVID changed everything. It's still highly valuable and still needed and still important in people's lives and in their healing and reconciliation in their lives. But I just thought, there could be something more. There could be something more that could provide support on a more consistent basis, something more easily accessible to people. And that's how Grief Refuge came to fruition. So, well, thank you for sharing your story and terribly sorry to hear of your, your losses. Could you talk a little bit about your own professional background before you began Grief Refuge? Yeah, it's diverse. It's eclectic but it's all themed around education. I actually got my, a hundred years ago, it's sarcastic about that, but it feels like that long. 
I got my degree in teaching, started teaching in public school systems and evolved and eventually got a graduate degree in psychology and had intentions to be a professor. And that just didn't really all come together as planned. And so I found myself working with companies and that were mainly focused on healthcare, uh, healthcare trainings, very niche focused things um, in medical training. And my role was helping build and develop content and providing and putting together education programs, et cetera. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. I, in hindsight, I can look back and connect the dots as far as like, Oh, that makes sense and doing all these different things, but I didn't know it at the time, <laughs> but it all seems like tying together personal loss, tying together um, a lot of my training in psychology, a lot of my skills and content development, et cetera, that it just seems natural that Grief Refuge is now existing. And can you talk about the type of content that is on Grief Refuge and how you went about developing and collecting it? Sure. So there's seven features on Grief Refuge, and I won't go into detail about all of them, but uh, many of them are like focused uh, on the individual, the person using the app. It's really about their experience. So they could journal, for example, or there's a self-assessment that they could complete each day that gives them like hard data as far as tracking their grief progress if they want, if they identify with that. I know many people don't, but at least it's there if they want to use it. And then when I started exploring the concept for the app and the features to provide, I actually partnered with a friend of mine a colleague who started like a grief support center out in New Jersey. And we did some market survey of her, her community. And they were, they were asked basically what would be the most important thing on a mobile application to help them feel supported in their grief. And statistically, the fee, the idea or the feature for a thought for the day was the most popular. And so one of the features of Grief Refuge is it's called the Daily Refuge and it provides like this audio recording every day to help a listener reflect on some of the grief journey, some of the grief experiences, helping to normalize the process and helping them to feel that much more validated and supported on their journey. And can you talk a little bit about where and how the, the app is being used? Well, I'm proud to say it's actually being used all over the world. To my surprise, because it's it's only in English, it's not translated, at least yet, we're still very new. You know, when I look at the data and I see that, you know, in many countries, somewhere in Southeast Asia, the app is being used. I'm like, oh, wow, that's pretty neat considering because I just thought maybe being the United States, <laughs> but um, it's all over the world. And as far as how people are using it, We've gotten really positive feedback that it's provided such a positive impact on people's nervous systems. People that are grieving, they feel uh, often feel extremely anxious, often feel like they are going crazy. And so they need something to help soothe them. And that's what the Grief Refuge app does with its content. And then, as I mentioned earlier, there's a journal feature. So people are using it to journal. I guess essentially, Jim, people are just using the app when their emotional pain is that intense and that immense or severe, and they just need something in the moment. 
So you mentioned that the app is available on, on Android and iPhone. Can you talk a little bit about how you kind of uh, spread the word about Grief Refuge? You know, is this something you market primarily to grief counselors or um, uh, are you you reaching out to consumers directly? What methods are, are you using? Sure. We do have active social media. And so with that, we're trying to connect with people that may be looking for help. And so through our content on social media, people that, you know, in the business world, people that would be perceived as consumers, direct to consumers are, are finding the app and, and that's helping. Also, uh, we're lucky to say that Reef Refuge is optimized in the app store. And what that means is if you or I, as someone using our phone's app store to search for grief apps, when we type in the word grief, grief refuge will be one of the first two apps listed. So that really helps on the, you know, on the direct to consumer level. Now we do also do a lot of outreach and we connect with other professional organizations such as uh, counseling agencies, hospice organizations, uh, funeral homes. Uh, we've even connected with life insurance companies. And so we seek partnerships in that regard on many different levels. Uh, sometimes it's affiliate partnerships. Sometimes it's endorsements. And what we do is uh, we try to make sure that we're a good fit where it's a triple win, where, you know, Grief Refuge gets more people to use the app because we want that. But also the company, you know, feels like it's a win for them too. It's a, a value add on service that they provide to whomever their families are. And then also on the user end, it's a win for them because now they have this resource that they can utilize whenever they need it. And can you talk a little bit about how you're forming these partnerships, these relationships with whether it's hospices or bereavement services providers or the insurance companies you, you mentioned. What's that conversation like? Well, it requires a little bit of outreach because Grief Refuge is young. And so when we connect, when we connect with somebody on the receiving end, uh, we start with uh, emailing. Nothing leads to talking in, or talking live at least once or twice and providing some app demos. And, you know, it, it helps a professional understand, you know, like the flow of the app and what its intentions are and kind of like, kind of like a get to know experience because otherwise it's hard to visualize it just from like text communication. So we do provide a lot of demos and also we can connect with professionals too, where if they want to download it and play with it themselves, we can get them set up for, you know, 30 day access for free and things like that so that they can test all features and really assess for them if it's a good fit for the families and the communities that they serve. We, we do like to think that we do offer our app as like a, a means of support to whomever wants to get their hands on it. But we also know that people follow specific doctrines or specific uh, methodologies as far as grief recovery or, um, you know, working through the stages of grief. We, we try to stay more generalized and provide content that touches base on almost like, think of it like a curation gym, content that really is 
applicable to people of all different types of religions, of all different types of belief systems, if you will. And uh, is there a, a cost for using the app for the for the consumer, or uh, is there a, a, a fee, or did they pay for the app? How does that work? The answer is yes, and the answer is no. Um, <laughs> so how it works is Grief Refuge is free to download, and then, uh, as mentioned, there's seven features. Several of the features actually are free to use uh, for lifetime. And then some of the features that are providing content on a more consistent daily basis, those do require a subscription. And so um, there's a monthly option. It is $11.99 a month. And uh, if a user decides to sign up for um, a longer commitment, if you will, a longer investment into their um, their healing, the app has uh, discount offers where it's uh, like, I think, 10 or 15 percent off or if they purchase a three-month subscription, and then even more so if they were to sign up for a year subscription. And to what extent do you work with hospices and their bereavement programs? Well, we partner with the hospice organizations to help provide that daily content. We see ourselves as a business that provides complementary service to the hospice. And so what we're finding is that Grief Refuge, it gets recommended as a resource when a bereft person is either too far away or the different circumstances prevent the community member from being, being able to utilize the hospice services. And what we've, what we've been told as feedback is that a lot of hospice organizations offer bereavement support groups of all different types. Well, we've been told that Grief Refuge is, because there's so much audio on the app, these audio messages are being played to help start groups, you know, kind of like a, I think some, a lot of uh, support group facilitators refer to it as kind of like a, a centering exercise to help bring people together. Or uh, Grief Refuge audio daily, daily refuge recordings are being used to close groups as a way to close the space, uh, as the counselors say. What's next for Grief Refuge? Uh, what are your plans for growing the company and, and reaching more grieving families? We definitely hope to partner with more hospice organizations, uh, more funeral homes, actually even companies that are pioneering employee bereavement leave. We know that there's a lot of uh, lobbying in Washington right now to help increase the amount of time for bereavement leave. And that's neat on the end of receiving to understand that companies care. They care about their employees and uh, their well-being in that sense. And so we we know that speaking to that triple win uh, earlier mentioned, we know that when companies are on board with that, they value the mental health and the well-being of their employees and they want them for the long term. And so offering, you know, bereavement leave for that can help support that more than just a standard in the United States, three paid days of leave. So we continue to strive for more partnerships and more collaborations, just help everybody feel like they're being served in their highest good. We also are very focused on developing the features and adding more features. We're going to hone in on aspects of 
guidance or going through a grief process, community building, and even self-care practices, you know, just things that help people, uh, like I said, hone in on their own well-being, such as meditations, other programs, companioning. Um, that's a philosophy that I follow from Dr. Alan Wolfwald. Live companioning helps people connect with one another. So a lot of cool things in store in regards to the features of the app. And then also what we're going to do is outside of the app, Grief Refuge as a company really wants to ramp up our live events. We do provide retreats. We really believe in nature as a healing component to people that are grieving. And these days, Jim, I don't know how you feel about it, but it just seems like it's really easy to feel super busy and not get into nature. (laughs) And so we really want to we really want to make that uh, extend that invitation to people um, so that they can connect with each other in community and also be in nature and be in some beautiful nature to help aid in their healing. Excellent. Well, again, Reed, thanks so much for being here. I really enjoyed the conversation and best of luck on Grief Refuge. It sounds like a, a really interesting uh, initiative. Thank you, Jim.